It's time now for our 360 round, and we're talking streaming stocks in the battle for content. Dan Rayburn is with us, principal analyst at Frost and Sullivan, and Kevin Green, senior derivatives manager at Charles Schwab. Thank you both for being with us. It is the battle of content, right, Dan? Tell me a little bit about which companies you believe in the world of streaming might be in better position for 2022. Yeah, it sure is good to see you again, Nicole. Well, <laughs> there's a lot going on. We, we've just seen in a filing that Disney says that they're going to spend about $33 billion on all content next year, which is about $8 billion more than they spent this year. But keep in mind, that's all content. So that includes TV and sports rights. We just see the uh, NBC Sports won the bidding for the Premier League, getting exclusive rights to broadcast, broadcast games for the next six years. That's rumored to have cost $2.7 billion. Uh, Roku's also talked about they're going to produce 50 new shows in the next two years, which have a basic cable budget. Uh, none of this is really a surprise for anyone who watches the space because we all know content is king. The more content that these services have, the fresher the content is, uh, the better they do in terms of reducing churn and increasing retention. Yeah, well, that increasing retention, and, and that's something Kevin Green was looking at, too. I know you were talking about even when sometimes they raise the prices, they don't really seem to be losing the customers. I know you had some data you were looking at. You were also watching names like Netflix. Kevin, go ahead and expand on um, what's going on here in your mind when you take a look at Net Netflix, the growth potential in, in Asia-Pacific area. These are some of the things on your mind. Definitely, Nicole. Uh, yeah, when you actually look at Netflix and when they had their recent earnings uh, report that came out, you saw continued growth within those Latin and uh, Pacific markets. And although that those markets actually do not generate as much revenue per member as, say, the U.S. domestic market, there is a lot of growth that is still there, especially as infrastructure comes online uh, for a lot of those particular areas. And you can provide content like Dan was talking about uh, in a quick manner and then also in a manner that uh, is enticing for uh, the viewers. But overall, when you continue to see even price movements up for subscribers for Netflix, you're not really seeing a reduction uh, in a lot of subscribers. And that's really because of the, uh, the continued debits that you have out of your account every month. It tends to add up, but you know, consumers are not really actually looking at that uh, as a factor at this point in time. Now, as they continue to add continued uh, other streaming services, it can add up and conflict with maybe a cable bill or so. But as of right now, I think there's still some room to growth with, grow within the Pacific markets, within the Asia markets uh, as well. And uh, there's a lot of competition that's out there, especially when it comes to the content and, and trying to pay for content. And it's one of the biggest challenges we're going to see within the streaming place right now. Right. Okay. And then, Dan, as you take a look, you said that some are not even reporting their numbers at this point, holding off on some of the stats, making it a little tricky for people to decipher what's what. That being said, Dan, um, who are the top two or three power players when it comes to streaming? Well, it depends on how we look at um, how they're monetizing their services. In your opinion. What, yeah, what they think of the model. Opinion. So, I mean, obviously, Netflix is one just based on uh, the way they deliver video at performance with scale, and right? nobody ever complains about Netflix not working. It is the gold standard that everybody's judged against. They also have the most number of subs. So that's definitely one. I think Disney Plus is another. It's interesting to see how Disney just raised price on, on uh, Hulu Plus Live TV by $5, but bundled in Disney Plus and ESPN. So, that, so that's interesting how that's worked as well. Um, you know, you brought up a good point. I think investors have to look at one thing in Q4 is that there's a lot of holiday discounts. So, for instance, Hulu, you know, did a 99 cents a month for the year special. And while that's good for driving subs, it's not great for ARPU. 
and profitability of the service. Uh, and then the final thing is that HBO Max will no longer have day and date movie releases on their streaming services next year, like they did this year. So investors will have to watch how might that impact growth going into the new year. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And Kevin, as you look, you're talking about the, the live sports content. That's something you're both focusing on. Um, the content is king for 2022, right? And some will be more up in commerce, right? Obviously, Netflix, we're, we're saying, is the behemoth. But um, sports will have a big impact, too. Definitely. And sports not only has a big impact when it comes to viewers and viewer growth and advertising uh, revenue, uh, but also right. is very costly as well. And you're actually seeing that in the earnings, even when you look at Disney's earnings uh, recently, uh, the cost of production actually has gone up because of the delays that they had in COVID-19 of last year. They had to actually pay some premiums in order to bring those uh, those games and those uh, shows online uh, for this year as well. And yeah, I think the person or the, the company that can actually figure out to bring both the content of uh, TV programs and not only just sports, but also movies as well, uh, those are going to be the ones that are going to be the winner in this space. And Netflix has a really big, uh, obviously, a really big base and is really controlling the streaming space. But I would also, also just watch yeah. out for Hulu. Hulu is seeing a lot of growth. And when you look at the revenue right. per member, I mean, it's just, it, it's astronomical to see uh, uh, some of that revenue growth. So Disney Plus is nice, but I think Hulu is really where yeah. uh, that growth is going to come from when it comes to Disney. All right, I'm out of time. The Beatles, The Witcher, uh, Money Heist, The Book of Baba, you know, Expanse, Matrix, 1883, Dirty Jobs. Kevin Green, Dan Rayburn, lots to watch. 